2: Hey everybody! I'm Kim Holderness, and I'm Ben Holderness. Thank you so much for tuning into the Holderness Family Podcast. <laughs>
3: podcast. A little um, bit of a game show host. Hey guys. Yeah. This is a good one, right? I mean, they're all good. This is good, but this is like there has been a fundamental change in our marriage. I want
2: to say it's possible. Like I, I think we're we're inspired. I am inspired. You seem energized. There is then the obvious necessity to follow through <laughs> afterwards. But right, it's like one of those things, like you hear a really good sermon and you're like, yeah, I'm going to be a better person. Or you like get out of a nutritionist. You're like, yeah, I'm going like, to
3: eat a lot of vegetables and then
2: pizza. But today's guests, I think they, they hit the nail on the head that it's not just about what they're experts in, which is, which is organization, but also in like putting the onus on you to maintain that. And I think that was important.
3: Today, we are talking to Clea and Joanna from The Home In It. I, and I know you know them from Instagram and their hit show and all that. We're going to get to that in a second. But first, if you could, if it's not too, too, too much trouble, I hate asking for anything, but if you could subscribe and leave a review to this podcast.
2: We got an awesome recent review. And look, The name is is just as good as the review. Her name is Her Majesty Queen Mima. I love that name. And she said, thank God for Kim and Penn. I listen to them every morning while I get ready for work. They make me smile, laugh, and sometimes I even get aha moments. Uh, They are so funny, but even better, they are relatable. They make you feel normal. Kim and Penn are like that perfect cup of coffee for your soul in the morning. Love you both. I
3: get uncomfortable hearing nice things about me. That was like too uncomfortable to read out loud, so I made him do it.
2: Well, that's what today is all about because we're going to bring it back down to us disagreeing on things. (laughs)
3: So anyway, thank you for the review. That was like very uncomfortable. (laughs) Yeah, that was so sweet. Clea and Joanna met through a mutual friend and they actually tell the story. It's quite hilarious. And then soon after, they became business partners and they created The Home Edit. Their goal was to reinvent traditional organizing and combine it with design and styling. In addition to offering organization and styling services in cities across the country, Clea and Joanna star in the Netflix series Get Organized with The Home Edit. They've written two best selling books. They have product lines all over the place that I'm so excited to hear about. And they really are helping people live better through a more organized life. Welcome, Clea and Joanna. We are so excited to have you.
4: We are so so thrilled to be here. Yes.
3: Okay. First of all, I'm so thrilled that you guys are here. So excited. Super fans, obviously. But first, Clea, can you give us a little update on your health and how you're doing and how you're feeling?
1: Yes, um, sure. So I am now three and a half weeks um, post my double mastectomy. Um, I was diagnosed with breast cancer in March. Um, so I underwent my double mastectomy April 8th. You know, I'm feeling pretty decent, all things considered. Uh, a week after my big surgery, I had to have a second surgery to kind of clean up some stuff that was not necessarily um, making it. um But i you know, in the three and a half weeks after, I feel I'm feeling pretty decent. Joanna's seen me a bunch, and she's incredible.
4: Can, um, vouch, <laughs> I, she can vouch for the fact that I am I'm alive. I, I'm going to also <laughs> vouch for the fact that you're absolutely incredible i every time i see her i i spend at least 15 minutes on the front end and the back end telling her that i i can't believe who she is as a person she's just a marvel honestly i'm just so amazed
1: i i am not a marvel i'm just determined and persistent so i am just like well you know i will be down as long as i need to be but i have to like rejoin the living because this is just not it's not going to work for me otherwise (laughs) I do start chemo in a few weeks. So, of course, I'm sure I will have a handful, if not several handful, of bad days. Um, but, you know, as my oncologist likes to remind me, those uh, bad days equal a whole lifetime of living. So, I'm just going to take them in stride. I've already decided that whenever I feel like crap, I'm going to eat something delicious that I want. I'm going to watch something terrible on TV and I'm probably going to online shop. So I feel like that's how I'm going to cope. (laughs) What does that Um, say about me that I do those things anyway? We all do. We all all do.
2: I'm super curious. What is your go-to terrible television watching?
1: So the thing is, I actually pride myself on not watching terrible TV. I don't watch very much TV. I'm like one of those annoying people who is like, I just like books. Um, But I do... I do get very into certain shows so it's like it needs to just be an addicting show like inventing anna or right now we're um, watching the dropout um what are we oh pieces of her we just watched like i i will 100 percent at night watch an episode or two of a show with my husband or something i just don't tend to watch that much tv So if I'm just going to be laying in my medical reclining chair, as sexy as that sounds, um, for, you know, a few days every week or two, then I just decided I'm just going to put on like whatever real Housewives franchise that I've missed for the last 15 years and just (laughs) watched that.
3: And I will say, when, when you made your announcement, I have to say I was really moved by when you said, you know, you had a minute of why me and then immediately that flipped to why not me, because you have the support and the resources. And quite honestly, you're so damn determined. So it was really touching, I thought. And um, I really just admire how you're attacking this. And I'm thinking about you all the time. And yeah, you kick ass. Well, I appreciate
1: that. And I think that I, I don't think a single person's ever been diagnosed with cancer without being like, how in the world did I get this? You know, like Mm -hmm. of all the people that I'm looking at right now, how did I end up with this? But it is true. I mean, I think that, again, one in seven women get breast cancer. So this is not an uncommon thing. And I think that if I can take the place of someone else, then I am more than happy to do it. Because I have, again, every single thing at my disposal. And I'll tell you what I've been thinking about. I have the very good fortune of having this incredible company and all the support that comes along with it. And my friends and my family and Joanna and all of our, our people that we work with. And I don't know how like a single mom would do this. That's what I think about. I'm like, how do you, how do you deal with your own illness and still have to maybe work two jobs and pick up the kids and get them ready in the morning? And I, you know, I have the good fortune to be like, I think I need a nap right now and I can take one. Yeah. I don't know how, how I, so anyway, I, that's been on my mind a lot. So when I say why not me, I mean it, I'm yeah. more than happy to take the mantle. if, if it means somebody else gets spared.
3: Yeah, and I I will say it is overwhelming, especially in this country. Just like the weight of the cost of healthcare and all of those things, and that's a whole separate podcast. But I'm so I know, I know. I'm <laughs> I am so glad you're feeling well, and I we're always checking in for updates. And so because you do have this amazing company and this amazing friendship with Joanna, talk to us. Okay, let's back up for a second. Sure. First of all, I need to tell you that my husband, who is, if you've seen any of our content, is ADHD, a little ADHD, a <laughs> little scattered. We're very, very different, but that's why it works. He was like oh, before yeah. this Zoom jump, interview. Yeah. Uh, let
2: me jump in here. Like if we talk to like someone about, who is like an exercise specialist, I'll do like a hundred push-ups before getting on this podcast. I don't know why. I'm like this weirdo. Like when I go to the dentist, this is the real t- truth. I will floss my teeth the day before after not, you know, Wait, I'm not flossing them for like four you're, months.
4: You're an extra credit kind of a person is what you are. No. I'm
2: like, He's a, like, well, well, yes, I'm like a way behind guy. I'm like, maybe if I floss my teeth right now, so I swear to God, about three minutes before we went on this Zoom call, I As our was Wi-Fi
3: like, was failing. Yeah, by there the was way. like
2: a random coffee mug, and there was some like a steak paper knife on the floor, and there was a, just a steak knife sitting on the desk where I edit, and I was, just started walking and picking them up. I'm like, I feel the need to organize just a little bit before talking to you guys because I'm so <laughs> far behind like other people when it comes no. to this.
1: No, Pen, I am with you. I am so with you. I am so the person who flosses right before. For the dentist, hoping
4: that it will <laughs> somehow make up for all of the times right. I didn't do it. Yeah, so yeah. I oh, feel like I'll when do you it. do it, it would be like I, I am the best flosser that there ever was. <laughs> Bloody I gums, <laughs> flossing credit for all floss teeth of all time. No, I actually worry
1: that my bloody gums are going to give me away.
5: They always do. I think
1: about these things. I think about these things. If I am going to do like a photo shoot or God forbid, I work out with a
3: trainer, I'll do like six sit-ups and I'll be like, okay, done. (laughs) Done. So that being said,
2: we sound alike, which is interesting that you run a home organization business. So What's what's the deal with that? Are you like secretly a slob?
1: No, no. <laughs> I, it's, it's definitely just the not. one thing. It's the one thing Ken, okay. that I've channeled all of my abilities and energy and effort into. Okay. That's why I don't have time for
3: anything else. I can't do sit-ups because I'm only focused I on get, this
2: one thing. I you. Gotcha. <laughs> so,
3: okay. It started with you guys, as, as I understand the story, correct me if I'm wrong, you're introduced uh, through a friend of a friend you meet and you're like, we're amazing. Let's start a home organization company. Like that's all that's that's how it happened. Let's take it to Instagram. Is that how the story
4: started?
1: It really actually is not how the story started. Oh, tell um, me. I will, yes. <laughs> so I, I love, love the story. Okay. Yeah, it's my favorite story. If um honestly our next book might just be about the story because I could tell it so many different ways. <laughs> So Joanne, you are correct that we were introduced by a mutual friend. Okay. Um, That mutual friend was my very first friend in Nashville. I had just moved here from Los Angeles, did not know a single person, moved here for my husband's job. And I was just feeling a little like out of place and not knowing what to do. And I told this new friend who I met on Instagram, that's what adults do. You Mm -hmm. have to meet friends on the online machine because it's like, how do you meet new friends in a new city when you're like, you know, 35 years old. Mm -hmm. So actually, why did I just date myself? I'm pretty sure I was 33 anyway. um, (laughs) So, um, so, but she told me, I told her I wanted to start a home organizing business. And she was like, well, I have a friend named Joanna. She just moved here from California about a year earlier. Same with me. She moved to San Francisco, but for her husband's job, she had an organizing business in San Francisco. How amazing if you guys were to do it together and here I'm feeling like, wow, this is meant to be, this is just like fate. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. Introduce us. Meanwhile, Leah gives the same pitch to Joanna and Joanna's like, absolutely not. I don't need new (laughs) friends. I don't need a business partner. (laughs) Never have (laughs) I ever, this is not going to work. And so she went as so far Leah was like so positive that Joanna was going to say yes to me that she invited me to a party that Joanna was having for like, it was a networking party.
4: It was a it networking, was a networking
1: party. party. Leah invited me. Joanna said I couldn't come.
5: It
4: wasn't like that. It, it, you said no. It wasn't exactly like that, but it wasn't exactly not like that also. So,
5: so, okay, so, so
2: what was it like? Yes, it was like that. No, it wasn't not like that. Is it that what, you yeah. okay. yeah. what she just answered?
1: What she means is that she, I wasn't allowed to come. <laughs> and... <laughs> So anyway, I get, I get wind of this and, um, I was like, well, maybe she'll at least just go to lunch with me. Like I could use a friend, even if I, even if she doesn't want to go into business with me. (laughs) And I also know, I also know that I'm extremely charismatic and she stood no chance. So it's fine. I was like, let's just go to lunch. And like, she'll, she'll come around. Sure enough, we go to lunch, we sit down together and four hours later, we just got up as business partners. So It didn't, anyway, take, moral, it didn't even take take four hours. No. Ah. The moral of the story is that I was right. It was our first disagreement and I won. And, <laughs> wow, that's, um, that's a dangerous
0: and you know moral. what?
4: The, the past is really precedent. So mm-hmm. that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> I mean, it was a one-off. That's all. Ah. Yeah. yeah oh, I yeah, love yeah. it. It was, a, it was a one-off. But I mean, she I, truly the truth of the matter is literally the second we walked in and sat down and I was like, oh, a hundred percent, this this will work. 100 percent i had not I, I mean i just knew
2: we will be right back don't go anywhere
1: even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less in similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus
5: Mm, Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
3: May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and TalkSpace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy.
2: Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or even exhilarating. But one thing's for certain, if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you will gain insights and uncover truths that you can only find in therapy.
3: Get those personal breakthroughs and judgment-free support by signing up for Talkspace.
2: At Talkspace.com, you can sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours.
3: There's no need to commute to appointments, miss time at work, or line up childcare in order to attend sessions. It's mental health care
2: made easy. Talkspace is also affordable and in-network with most major insurers.
3: To celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking it out in therapy, Talkspace is offering every listener of this podcast $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com slash Holderness.
2: To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash Holderness to get $80 off your first month with code space eighty and to show your support for the show.
3: That's Talkspace.com slash Holderness with code SPACE80. I'm married to my business partner, and that presents (laughs) its own sort of trauma. Sure. So what was it about each other that you were like, okay, we can run a business together? Because not everybody can.
1: No, well, let me just say this. You're absolutely right. Not everybody can. And Joanna, by the way, does feel like a spouse at this point. So I, <laughs> I do un- I do understand that feeling. But, you know, the thing is, is we just sat down and without even knowing what we were doing, we dove right into like strengths and weaknesses. What are your skills? Like, do we have anything duplicative? We were never like, so tell me about summer camp in the fifth grade or whatever. Like we were just dove right in. And I think it was just a gut feeling. I don't really think we didn't know that this was going to work. I mean, I think we were just both like, I mean, Joanna, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think we were both like this. We
4: feel in our gut that this is right. And if it isn't like, what's the harm? Like it just doesn't work. That's right. It was either going to work or it wasn't. And both of us, and I think that's actually why it works is because we're so the same and so different in the right exact ways. I mean this the same type of person, Clea and I both moved to Nashville for our hus- husband's job without like even a second thought. We both had never been to Nashville, either of us. We both moved sight unseen. We had two kids exactly the same age and we were both picked up our lives and just moved because that's just who we both are. Like we feel something and we do it. And I I think this business was no different. I mean it's just we we react and we go with our gut and it seems to have led us to the right place. I don't know. It's just been the weirdest
2: thing. Well, I mean, fast forwarding, you guys have gone with your gut. You've created this this whole vibe surrounding organization and also style. It took off at Instagram. It made a Netflix show that is very well viewed. You hang out with Reese Witherspoon. Right, you're like hanging with Reese. (laughs) So like fast forwarding to now, uh, here you are and now that you're with us, we want free advice about our lives. (laughs) That's the only real reason that we had you on.
3: We um, basically invited you to be our organizational yeah. marriage counselor. But I do think no, our here
2: for I think our listeners are going to learn kind of how they make their magic because this may be their biggest challenge ever.
3: Well, um, you guys, we, like seriously.
2: But but before I get to specifics about us, can I just ask when you guys go on this show and when you started getting inside people's homes and businesses, was personality something that you had to understand? like deeply before you figured out how to fix it. Because Kim and I have two very different personality styles and different mm-hmm. things relax us and different things make us anxious. And we had this conversation before we came on, a lot of that is related to order and it's not exactly the same philosophy for both of us.
1: I think that that's 100% correct. And I think that it's not dissimilar. Every single person is so unique and so different, whether they're married to each other, or whether they're living next door, whether they've never met. Every single client of ours is so different. Their needs are so different. And I think that what makes us really good at our jobs, honestly, is that we ask a million questions. We know the questions to ask that people don't know to offer up. Like they don't they mm-hmm. don't come to us with this information. We have to really dig and dig and dig because every organizing solution is custom and bespoke to that person or that household. So again, we have to just come armed with as many questions as possible to get as many answers as possible. And then we go into our bag of tricks to create solutions um, based on the personality types. But I mean, it's, it's all so different, you know, I mean, from adults to kids, to spouses, to roommates, I mean, it's just, everything is so unique and so situational. So I think that honestly, what makes us good at our jobs is that we are really inquisitive people. Mm-hmm. And I think I, that we, yeah. we care really deeply about getting it right and not just getting it to a place that we would be happy with, but something that's actually sustainable and maintainable for our client. And even not even just the person who hired us, but for everyone in the house. And we, we get a, we get pretty
4: obsessed with it. So mm-hmm. I think yes, that, we
1: that do. makes us good at our jobs.
4: Right. We definitely ask 1 million questions because Clea's is exactly right. I mean, a family wouldn't necessarily know to say, I don't want my four-year-old to reach the snacks they you know that's not something they would necessarily come to us with but that's a question that we would want to ask because that will make sure that we put the snacks up high or like how tall is your husband that these that these crackers are up here oh okay (laughs) six five all right well then then it makes sense but i mean understanding how somebody lives in a home is is part of the key to having long term maintenance
3: yeah and i think what pen was talking about before you know I am somebody, I mean, I'm very open, I, you know, deal with anxiety. So I, I need things in order and I'm a very tidy person. Although my systems probably I need professional help with that. Cause I think I'm not as organized as I am tidy I just like to throw things away so yeah, like my right. favorite day at my house is like trash day because I just like throw things away and God for if you go on vacation I'll pull your trash cans out and I'll put my trash <laughs> in your trash cans because <laughs> um, <Totally. laughs> I'll just throw everything away and so I bring I can't even start working or writing unless everything is you know Clear. Yes. And then, yeah, who's an immensely creative ADHD works better in a little bit of chaos.
2: Well, yeah, isn't that? I, I think I've heard that before from other people. And so, Kim and I have tried not only tried I think we've succeeded on some levels in understanding the other person's needs and wants and trying not to like instill our except for the fact that right now she doesn't like the fact that I'm fiddling he's, with my glasses he's stretching
3: his glasses like the frames they of them they have springs on them it's going to be okay, okay. so okay, right sorry. now
2: during this conversation oh. Kim is upset that I'm fiddling with Those my glasses these are really
3: expensive and he's like these are
2: 2 dollar <laughs> readers
1: <laughs> oh okay they're 2 dollar <laughs> readers but still with springs then you have
3: to go to the store and get new readers anyway, anyway go so ahead. As I was do you
1: have wait do you guys have any idea that you just replicated a conversation that Joanna and I have every single day. Go on. Joanna has these, Tell me Joanna more. Joanna has these dumb, stupid readers. Okay, that yes. she got for yes. like eight dollars. They weren't. They, were they were more than eight dollars.
4: They were more than eight Whatever.
1: Whatever they were. I am a person who actually wears glasses. Yes. She needs them. I, have, I am nearsighted. I am farsighted. And I have terrible astigmatism. I have worn glasses my whole life. Meanwhile, newbie, come numerous over here with her peepers is just always with her smudgy fingers. Oh,
3: my gosh. These the, are,
1: I mean, she, you she guys. She holds them in her hands like she's a toddler. And she's like, with literally, she like rubs her fingers and jam and then like puts them all over her legs. <laughs> Sounds really funny. And brilliant. I'm like, why are you doing this? I literally... We were at lunch this today before this. And I I was like, can you please clean your glasses? This is killing me. This is cleaning.
3: Our cameras are off, but Penn just cleaned his glasses on his t-shirt as Whoa. you were saying that because you cannot see through
2: his right. glasses. But here's what just happened. What just happened was not only was it exactly what's happening to Clea and Joanna, which is why we're all going to be best friends. But uh, yeah. what, what just happened was I was trying to express myself and you couldn't <laughs> even listen to me
3: This is not- because I
2: was gently stretching my glasses out.
3: No, but so, I, can't, I can't concentrate because of his I well, Anyway, let me,
2: let me okay. get to the crux of it okay, okay go, 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 go. there are okay, things okay. Th- there are things that give him anxiety the, the one of the biggest things is disorder and so I try to I try to help with that right order gives me anxiety <laughs> you guys I'm sorry
1: that's insane that's crazy I, I don't I, I, don't, I, I, I also don't crazy, believe it but it's
2: it. but I look I look at order and I feel the need to uphold it at this point and so and, and that's so the act i can is, get over it I so the order it, but, doesn't bother
3: yeah. you it's the knowing you it's have to maintain it that bothers it's you It's the pressure
2: i just see it's, my clean office and i'm like this is going to be bleeped up in 15 minutes and like so why am okay, i even so, yeah
1: so i'll tell you why i'll tell you why because what you're doing and it's actually what kim alluded to already is that you guys like it they or kim at least like things very neat But the systems aren't there. And that's for you, Penn, if the systems are there, nothing should be, it should be plug and play. Like there should be absolutely no energy or effort into anything that's happening because there is no mess to be made. If something has a home, it just goes there and you don't have to think about it. But if something is just neatened up, then because there's no actual system for you, it's just going to revert right back to where it was. And like, what's all has, over
4: the what's all over the desk?
3: You that's, got, that's okay, the can, I, can I tell you? We'll turn our, you guys don't have to turn your camera on. Can we please turn our camera on to show? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, hold on.
2: And by the way, most of this stuff I didn't bring up here.
3: So there is a stack of costumes that include didn't bring it up two here. bacon. Okay, hold on, you guys. We have all to right, figure out how to do this. Our coffee
2: table, this is better for us to just explain to people. Our coffee table has two blankets, a highway worker's vest, and two Halloween bacon outfits on it. Off to the side oh. is a jam box from nineteen eighty two.
3: Bacon costumes okay. and a towel yeah. and a doctor's outfit. Yeah.
2: And then like Where what, do those
4: live? Like where what's
3: in uh, obviously our, those are in costumes. our attic over there. There's right. our costume storage.
2: There's also just okay. there's lights everywhere that like when people are done with them because we shoot here.
3: A soup container that we used as a sound effect, a boom box that was a prop. Okay,
2: so
4: the attic. Like, I have questions. Is it is it a mess to go in there? Like, what's the barrier to entry as to why things aren't being put
3: back? Bec- yeah, there's a door there, and it requires about third, like four four seconds to open the door. And once you get into there, once you get into the attic, there's like the stack of costumes is like not in order. But so it's people
2: like- just bring stuff up here and they leave it here.
3: Yeah. So definitely, there's okay. no okay. system. And so and this is my that's, office. So, so like, is nailed on the head. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. Yes. So that's, but that's I will issue. say you get a little bit of a pass
1: because these things are for what you do, which is creating content. And oh, sure. Joanne and I are very lenient when we have our second book is actually called, it's called the home edit life, but it's the juxtaposition to book one, which is how to organize every room in your home. Book two really leans into the things that occupy our lives because, you know, it's for, and we have a whole section for like the things that you need around you for work, and it just depends on what your job is. You know, like if if you're a beauty blogger, yeah, you're going to have more makeup than an average person has, and it can get cluttery. You know, but it's like it's for your job. If you're Rachel Zoe, your closet is going to be overflowing no matter how many times you have the home edit come in and organize, which is four times. If yeah, I was going to say, I, I, and, I, I yeah.
3: think I've watched you do it twice. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So you know, but these are things that are just you have to give yourself a little bit extra patience in those situations just like in my house pretty much everything is perfect but there are certain amount of props that i have to have on hand because we have historically shot a ton of content in my house so i have a cabinet with like you know some extra bins and things and it is in its place so i am okay with it it's its own home but it's staging product it's things that you know like it it just everyone Um, who brings their work into their home is going to have those extra things.
4: So I give you a little bit Oh, they have, I think they have that. a full a full pass as to why they have a baking costume. I don't think there's any question about that. <laughs> we have two. I, there are two right here. Yeah. Okay, that's okay. They're you're two different sizes if you need two. <laughs> yes. But I right. <laughs> I think that they they just need a system of where to go back so that you can both live in harmony in that office. Because I Clea's right. I mean, these things are for your work. So there's there's no reason that they have to go. They just need to be put back in a in a methodical way. And the people yes.
3: who work in our like because we will have days with we had a whole crew here today they right. know where to put it back. So it's not just yes. on me to figure out the system. So that is an, my next question. Cause you were talking about, you know, you sometimes have work that comes in your home for content, stuff like that. Where, like, do you guys have a junk drawer? Like where do you put all your crap?
2: Oh yeah. You have to have a junk drawer.
3: No, like where? like, no, well, you get no, a stack no. of mail. Like this is my kryptonite. They I don't have a junk drawer. a stack of mail or you get packages. Drawer. People mail okay. things. What do you do with
1: all your crap? Yeah. All right. You
4: take it.
3: That's, clear, not,
1: and then that,
4: that's
1: first of all, it's not crap. When things come in, we have, we don't belong. No crap is going to be in this house. Absolutely none. We have a drawer that's like your miscellaneous drawer, your general drawer. You can call it whatever you want. Your all-purpose drawer. Um, And that has pens, pencils, tape measure, a garage opener. I can tell you exactly what's in there. Packet of gum. You know, it's like. The things that actually belong in what people call a junk drawer, the reason why I don't call it a junk drawer is because I think that that no one should have junk in their house. And if there's stuff in that drawer that is not completely intentional and purposeful, then you should get rid of it. So I think that, you know, you can have a drawer. Everyone has that drawer in the kitchen or maybe the adjacent desk that's next to the kitchen or whatever it is. It's okay to have that kind of a drawer but the concept of having junk in it is an absolute no go for us.
4: Right. And the way so, that we always think about it too is that this is valuable real estate in any home. I mean, think about how much you're paying for those square inches of, of the drawer. And what are you throwing in there? Like old match it? Like what like w- let's talk about it. What's in that what's in that drawer? So, is it business cards that no one yeah. needs anymore.
3: Yeah, like we have like a box of thumbtacks in there that and I don't think we have anywhere to like apply a thumbtack. Oh no, in our we entire use, house. Uh, the blackout curtains. Oh, one more she but then that should go somewhere
2: else. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I have right. a, right. a one-word question.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wires. <laughs> like, like computer, we like have computer
3: wires
2: everywhere and it drives me bananas oh i don't like it either but i just don't know how to get they around little,
3: it they have little
4: things babe. you just gotta cord move wraps. stuff but
2: you gotta move stuff cord
4: wraps cord wraps. you yeah. just get cord wraps yeah see that yeah. was easy I, and just easy. make sure that they're labeled so that everyone knows whose is whose and what is what I, otherwise and yeah. okay <laughs> don't be afraid to get
1: don't be afraid to get rid of a cord that does no that no longer belongs to a device. You all
0: no, no, like, I, I think yeah.
1: everyone has this crazy fear of getting rid of like a charger from their, you know, <laughs> 2002 BlackBerry. I'm like, we don't have to be afraid of this. Like, it's not coming back. Right. So just get rid of it. Same thing with your old iPhone boxes. I, guys, I, I mean, I need yeah. to do a TED talk about this. No one's ever needed it. Zero people have
3: ever needed it.
2: All right, this is this was a one-word question. It's now like a 75-word question. Because, but here's here's my thing.
3: Okay. <laughs> so I, you, okay. you this this. Welcome to his TED talk. He throws away no old electronics. Well, because
2: okay. every, once I w- that. every once in a while, every once in a while, it's like, oh, that. if only we had blank and electronics. They don't you know, so I've I, I found places to store them. My big wire issue is I have one of these beautiful Vera desks, these standing desks and they uh, have this cute little two of them. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. They're great. They have this cute little bucket. You can put your wires in the bucket's not big enough. And so I've got wires everywhere. I've got multiple machines in order to edit with. I've also got audio equipment. I'm kind of a nightmare. You guys or me or someone needs to invent like some sort of thing, not a wrap, but like a box that looks like someone's Hand warmers. I don't know. That'll what? just take all of the boxes and just or like the wires and eat them up. The other thing they need to invent is for like an iPhone uh, charger. The wire for the charger. It needs to be like one of those things that if you pull it, it'll just zip and they'll like go back to nothing.
5: Mm. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that oh, one is hard. There is a, a box.
4: One. There is a there box that you can get for the ground that hold like ten different wires. Okay, that hide it. It's okay. like a, a white or a black or a wood looking box. Um, It just holds wires.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm down with that. That will solve a problem.
4: Yes. Yeah. That, that
1: Uh, is that those are really good. We use them a lot actually. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think that cord wrappers for not things that are plugged in, but for like those extra charging cords are so monumentally helpful uh-huh. but then a cord a cord box for all of your actual plugged in devices well, that would really you two help two of them if you have so much it's yeah. so
4: helpful they really are yeah
2: okay and i just took up a lot of your better. time i'm sorry the other
4: thing too is i think categorizing what what those electronics are for so are they for props or are they because it sounds like you don't get rid of them is, is the reason because like we got to dive deep into the reason if they are for props then we need to have a place for them in the prop closet i got gotcha. you know versus
2: yeah. Well, no, I'm I'm ai am sort of the photographer, editor and audio mixer as well as the video editor. And there's just there's just a lot of stuff in my office. But like, honestly, it's all the wires go to the same place and it's this just gross looking thing on the ground. So your box is very useful.
3: Yes. Great. I, I, Great. I will send you a link. You guys are being so helpful. So I have to say, do most. So I, I obviously w- watch the show, but do you find that a lot of your work turns into marriage counseling sessions (laughs) or is it just us Um,
1: you know what actually shockingly not i it it usually well first of all you guys are in a unique situation yes you are not just married but you work together in like a it seems to be almost daily capacity in terms of all the content that you pump out that you have a very different situation than most people have most um, situations with when we get called in, I would say that one of the partner, one of the partners is the one who's obsessed with organizing and the other doesn't really care one way or the other. Yes. They don't really, they're not like fighting the system. They just don't care.
3: So then how and, do you maintain the system if one person's just like not really into it? That's my question. Well, there are
1: two, there are two things because I mean, like name me one child that is like super into <laughs> keeping up an organized system. Like it's not you'd be hard pressed. You know, it's like there are kids who are obsessed with our show, which is like so gratifying. I can't even tell you, but they tend to even like organization in like other parts of the house, but have a hard time in their own room. You know, like that is a very common thing. So, you know, I think that the, the most important thing to do is the person who cares about the organizing. So in my home, that person would be me. (laughs) I you know, sh- no, spoiler alert, um, it's me. And I spend a lot of time, energy, and effort in creating systems that are plug and play. And my kids and my husband, who is a saint, but my kids who are not, um, you know, they understand the system that's there. And Joanna and I have a rule where, you know, first of all, you create a plug and play system, the person on the other side of the system, needs to be held accountable and responsible for the system that you put in place. It does not mean that when they put things back in that home, that it has to be absolutely perfect. That's more of like a me issue, not a them issue. Mm. It's a them issue to put things away in the proper place because I spent the time to create it. So an example of that, that we always say is like, let's say you put bins in the mudroom for them to put their shoes away. If they just chuck their shoes in their own bin, you know what, they've done their job. If I want it to look a certain way and I need to go in and prop the shoes up nicely so they're like file folded in the bin, that's a me problem, that's not a them problem. So it's it's really separating out what is the responsible way to live in a household, especially one that you've organized and you put your energy into creating for them and they need to be respectful of those systems. But again, like Joanne and I also always say, we make our kids make their beds in the morning because that is a responsible thing that they need to do to live in our household. But we also go back in after them to remake it because it's not up to our standards. That's an (laughs) us problem. You know, that's, that's not on them. So that's, that's that's the thing. So it it really comes down to a look, I'm doing the work I'm putting in the effort. I'm putting in the energy and I'm going to create an organized, system for you to live in, all you have to do is throw it back in where it goes. That's it. And if and that's a, that's a normal, reasonable thing to expect of someone. It's not going to be as perfect as you might want it. And then you have to decide if you want to spend the extra time and, and energy kind of making it the perfect way you want it, but it's about setting up reasonable expectations.
4: It is. It is. Absolutely. I was just going to say it's, it's reasonable expectations and holding people accountable to what is reasonable for, for their situation and also making them respect what, what your level of effort that you've put into the system is.
2: So funny. We came into this or I did come into this thinking that we just needed to go to the container store and buy like $400,000 worth of plastic stacking materials. <laughs> but what I'm hearing from you guys and this is actually a little this is encouraging to me is that really we it's a behavioral thing, right? It's it's how it you make the it most is. of what it is that you that you have. So I'm wondering since you guys have this great product line, if you should have some sort of like like manual for how to, like how to like almost some way to motivate people to use it the right way. Well, Cause they have I've,
3: two books in a show.
2: That's true. No, yeah. you guys yeah. have that. I'm just thinking like at the point of service, you almost need like when you buy it to have a QR code that just has you guys like saying, a video with a okay, congratulations, you've bought our product. But it's going to be totally useless if you don't do the following things, which I think, uh, you know, would be useful.
4: Well, that is why actually we do have we have a four step process that we really we really swear by. And because the last piece is well, the second to last piece is contained. So the first one's edit. Because first of all, there's no sense in organizing things that you don't no longer need, want, or are going to use. So you always want to get rid of things first. And and they can go to donation. They can go into the trash. Whatever they need to do. They need to be edited out to only have the things that you love, keep, or need, or use. Love, um, need, use. Or, yeah. Love, need, or use. It's not keep.
1: Keep is the, yes, what you sorry. do. If you, yes. Yes. Sorry. Do you want to finish the other stuff? Oh, yeah, I, I, I'm not not into this. I love a list. <laughs> oh. Oh, so it's, well, it's edit, categorize, contain, and maintain. maintain. And so the edit is obvious. It's the purge. It's removing all the things in your house that, again, no longer serve you. You don't need them. You don't use them. You don't love them. And if they, you know, and we have that list because, you know, not everything is a trash item, even if it doesn't, even if it's not exciting. I mean, we all need like toilet brush cleaners, you know, I mean, like, I don't love it, but like we have to have them. So, you know, you have to kind of do that thinking in your brain, ask yourself those questions. Um, and you have to do the edit. The categorizing is, again, if you're looking at a pantry or if you're looking at a junk drawer, or whatever it is, kind of grouping like items together. And when those like items are grouped, you might also be like, well, wait a minute, I don't think I need all of these bags of flour. Like most of them are half empty or, you know, things like that. So once you do the categorizing, you tend to also edit out a little bit more. Um, and then the containment is really about it is about bins. It is about, yeah. you know, all, the, all of our things that we kind of suggest, but you don't have to go and buy all sorts of items. Even if you want, if you wanted to organize on a $0 budget, editing is the biggest thing you can do. And when we talk about, when we talk about containment, you could have a cabinet be your containment. You could have a single shelf be your containment because what the containment really is, is it's holding you accountable for that space. You can't exceed it. If you're exceeding it, it means you're not using what you have. It means that there's probably like a product graveyard, but behind it in terms of, you know, all the things that are just kind of collecting dust and and taking up space. So that, that containment is really, it's the key to kind of holding all of your systems together. It's not just for aesthetics. It's really like, okay, this is, this is where I keep all of my baking supplies or all of my, my dinner items, my breakfast items, whatever it is. And if I'm exceeding this space, then I have a problem.
4: So and then also really it right. And I would say too that the containment marks the difference between being tidy and then really starting to organize. Yeah. Yes. I because suck again, at that's, that's the system. That's the, the containment fight. is the actual
1: system. Yeah. And then the maintenance is we, you know, of course, maintain rhymes with contained. So that's what we put in there, but we there are several different things that you can do for long-term maintenance. One of them is really honestly labeling. A labeling system is really, really powerful. Again, if you have a bin that's labeled cereal, I mean, what anarchist would put pasta
4: in that bin? (laughs) Like what absolute lunatic would ever do that?
3: Penn, I think, put a whole bunch of like shelled pistachios in our cereal bin, which is why he's like (laughs) rubbing his forehead right now.
1: (laughs) Pen, pen! you better, you better quickly be like, it's an oatmeal topping. Like you better. I was about to say, justify. why not put yeah. some of it to,
2: on oatmeal? I, I could totally go for to some pistachios justify. in my cereal. I love pistachios. But you know what?
1: But Joanna and I will on, I, you think I'm yeah. joking. We always are like, we have to litigate it. To we do ourselves. every single thing. Yes. It's always the litigation station. And we're like, okay, like, so we have dried nuts. And we have um, dried cranberries. What, uh, they, you know, there's no obvious. May, is this a snack or is this a breakfast topping? Like, we have to like argue it back and forth to determine what, how it's how it is actually contained, how it's labeled, and where it is on the shelf and the flow. Is it go? Does it go with snacks or does it go next to breakfast?
4: I mean, when you there yeah. is not a stone that gets un, that is not unturned. No, you when have to sell go, it first to yourself, and then you have to sell it to the other person, yeah. which is a big challenge we litigate it's pretty hard to do it's
5: pretty
2: hard to do but i've gotten a lift from just listening to you guys and i want to i'm saying this to my wife so excited well just hearing no because i told you that this gives me anxiety to to see something clean especially like when i organize you know all this stuff because i'm like people are going to come into our house and they're going to throw it all over the place so i think like you just gave me an actionable list of four things and i think we do that with our coworkers. Yeah. And we say oh, like, yeah, so. and like, because they're, they're, they're part of this shared space. And we say, I'm not saying it's not mostly my fault. I'm sure it's mostly my fault. You guys know, no, but if slop. we have,
3: we have to bring a 12 props, like they should be able to know where they go back.
2: Right. But, and I also That's just right. seeing I'm looking around my office and I'm seeing like, if I've put a, a, a label on that bottom drawer that said music, like piano pedals, that would be gone. And, and I'm looking at all these things that I, they would fit into place and I just need to see a, a picture or the name because my brain doesn't it it doesn't care until it does and it mostly cares because i don't want my wife to go not i mean that's Mm. the wrong term i don't want my wife to have anxiety and i understand that's part of it
4: well the other thing i'll I'll caution you against though uh, just in case this this it can be taken a step too far, which will then backfire. So you don't want to get too specific with your labeling system because what happens is is then you back yourself into a corner. So say you have oh. a bin that says Rice Krispies. Well, you come home with Special K. What happens? It goes next to the bin. And the same things you can be said for if you say this, this bin is just for rice. Well, what happens when you come home with quinoa? You're stuck. And then you put the quinoa next to the bin because you don't know what to do. You're paralyzed when you get home from the grocery store. So the best thing you can do, is, especially while you're just setting up just broad systems, is to keep the categories loose and broad. So that instead of saying rice or quinoa, you would say dinner because then you come home and you're like, okay, this is this can be dinner, this Green, can be dinner, this yeah. can be dinner, as opposed to, like, backing yourself into a corner. Uh, I'll tell you a, a trick. If- if yeah, you go ever want it. to
1: organize your pantry, every single, every single pantry can be organized with six labels. It's breakfast, dinner, snacks, sweets, baking, and cooking. Every single thing in a pantry can be labeled with six labels. Then if you want to go a little bit fancier and you want to do some canisters, let's say with like flour, sugar, brown sugar, almond flour, you know, whatever it is, you can always do those little vignettes, but you can keep it so simple, so simple. And every single thing that you bring in from the grocery store can be divided into those six labels. And just with bins, just open bins, doesn't have to have a finicky canister system. You don't need turntables if you don't want them or can risers or, you know, you can organize something so simply. And I think people look at our Instagram and think that everything has to be complicated. And I think that it's a barrier to entry because of it. And it doesn't have to be, it can be really, really simple and effective. And I think that you know, we always kind of point to kids and the way that they learn how to organize. It's really not dissimilar from the way adults need to learn how to organize. It is a really simple system that, that tends to be more general than it is specific. And if you think about, and kids are always going to lie to you and tell you, they don't know how to put the room away, but like they learned how to do it in pre-K. All right. Like that is the bottom line. Like, there is no preschool teacher that is doing all the cleanup themselves. Like they, they teach the kids how to do it, and it's because everything is pretty general. It's like nothing super specific. It's it's bins labeled blocks. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be labeled the the brand of block. You know, like it it can be these kind of loose, broad terms. And I think that that's it. I think people get really hung up on the organizing process because they think it's really complicated, and actually, the most Um, I think effective organizing systems are pretty loose. So, but I think, again, you just have to do, you have to take that step and then everything else is really simple.
3: I cannot thank you guys enough because you've, I think, and used the right words with my husband that the next time we organize the pantry, they made a list that I am going to have the help (laughs) of my husband because I'll organize it, but I don't think I create the best systems and then they, if they unload the groceries which is their ish, that's their problem and it all goes everywhere so i'm so excited well baby, that's I, a I, video so when you and
4: all your with all your um equipment parts and everything and <laughs> we, we, can, we, we can will watch. we'll do it the, uh, yeah
2: but, i mean i'm glad you brought up the pantry like that's that's sort of the central part of our house that's probably more important than my office my office is being used only by me but there's all these kind of communal areas that they mean a lot and you know like we did this one like Sort of early trip to the Container Store to get st- things to organize our refrigerator, and I'm still like upset. He's so uh, oh just because I think like we have this container for eggs, and Kim's like, "Well, I can see when we're out of eggs, but it holds 15 eggs, and it holds it's, like 18. It's eggs. the size of three dozen eggs. That's not true. It, no, it is. And it, <laughs> they look great, but we just have so many eggs that we have to put in the in the refrigerator. So I I know I need to let that go. Right, oh but every time we get our groceries brought in, it it looks like it's just a it's ridiculous how full it is.
1: Okay, and, I have a question. Yeah. Number one, why are you eating that many eggs? Do you eat eggs every day? We do. What, what, we eat happening? a lot eat eggs. of eggs. You eat eggs every day. We eat a okay. lot of eggs in the
3: house.
1: I love I love eggs also, and I have um, the same egg bin. And if, if is it this is it our egg bin? It's
3: your egg bin. Yes. Okay. Oh, it is. All I'm right, sorry. So let me, let me, <laughs>
1: i'm I'm gonna gonna tell you i'm gonna tell you a couple tricks okay Okay. first of all with that egg bin it does hold 18 eggs you're right kim and um but you can actually unload a whole additional carton of eggs by putting in between each of the eggs you can fit one egg again so you can do two layers of eggs in the egg bin
2: wait what now
1: yes Okay. So you, the eggs, like the egg goes in each.
3: Yeah. And digit, then, yeah. The then I stack bowl, more, right? and then I stack the eggs. Yes. I think that's what I do. Yes. I think that's what I do. And
1: then in, bet- in between all the eggs, you can put additional eggs so you can fit kind of like a second layer, like a parfait of eggs. I think, in your egg <laughs> bin.
3: I feel like that's what I do. Yeah. Cause I'm okay, like stacking so, the eggs. Yes.
1: So then another good tip. So the egg bin comes as a standalone bin that has a lid on it. Right. But yes. we also make these drawers that are sold at the container store and the insert for that drawer unit is this, I think it's called just the fridge drawer. Um, yeah. but the insert to that fridge drawer is the same exact size as the egg bin. So I actually take the insert out of the drawer and just have it as a freestanding bin and put the egg bin inside the drawer so that I don't have to take the lid off every time I need an egg. I can just slide the drawer out and I can stack things on top of the, the mm. drawer case but then I don't have because right now you can stack things on top of the egg lid. But that means you have to take everything off of the egg lid to
4: get into the egg. I think that's the so
2: problem. Yes. I've got it's lots very of very annoying. <laughs> I've got lots of problems. I, I I just but look, that was the one thing I do like. So Kim will do the thing where when she has those boxes and everything's in the fridge, it just looks oh, it looks so shiny and new and great. And then we just don't maintain it like as I don't do it. My kids don't do it. Kim, you guys, Kim is in a minority in this household. I think that's important I, I'm, to know.
1: I'm feeling that. But let, yes. let me just, I, I, I'm seeing that um, take, take shape uh, in front of our very and, eyes. But and it I, sucks for her. One thing that I do want to say is that I, I want you guys to to give yourself some, cut yourself some slack with the fridge because the fridge is the hardest place to maintain. It has it the largest, fridge is tough to maintain. It, it takes some tricks. Um, it takes some getting used to, and it takes a lot of discipline. But number one, the fridge is the fastest in and out cycle in the house. Like, yeah. you know, dry goods can last for so long. Fresh goods obviously evaporate much more quickly. But keeping your fridge organized is actually really A a test to yourself in terms of like what you're actually using and going through. And it really helps you to not overbuy groceries. It helps you to actually see what you're using at a much faster rate than like even in the pantry. Because the fridge, no matter who you are, no matter how big your fridge is, I mean, it's only so big. It's only so big. I was gonna say, except Kim Kardashian's fridge is a walk-in, but most people don't have a (laughs) walk-in fridge. So, you know, that's so you know, we're we're all kind of working within roughly similar dimensions, even if it's a huge fridge, it's still not, you know, again, aside from Kim, it's not a walk-in, you know, it's still just a fridge. And we all struggle with those in and out of what's in there. So it's important, again, labels really help in a fridge. Super broad, just designate zones, you know, have bins for kids items that they can grab. You know, we put labels on the door of a fridge to designate beverages, condiments, sauces, Um, I leave an entire area in my fridge that's usually pretty blank, but it's for um, leftovers, you know, food storage containers, things like that. It doesn't always look like Instagram worthy because, you know, a uh, leftover guacamole, guacamole is not like going to make, you know, the, the cover of a, our next book, but I mean, it, it functions really well. And I guarantee you, if anyone opens up even a remotely organized fridge, they're very impressed because, yeah. you know, a fridge can be a real graveyard of food. So I think organizing it just really helps streamline that. It's not always going to look perfect and that's completely
4: fine, but right. It's not all Instagram. Yeah is really helpful,
1: honestly, in maintaining um, all the food you bring into your house. So I think it, it's, a, it's a
3: really good test. Well, speaking of Instagram, you guys have the most beautiful Instagram feed at the home edit. I'm sure everybody listening already follows you. But if not, what else where uh, they can find uh, season two of your show on Netflix? You have a magazine. You have what else? Where else? What, what else? Where else are people finding you right now?
4: We have a planner line right now at Target, which we're very proud of. That just got released about a month ago, too, right when the show came out.
3: Yes, we have. I um, love a planner. I'm lines. so excited. <laughs> and the product line oh, we'll is. Oh, send you some. Oh, my gosh. They're so great. I love a planner. They're so cute. And I'm actually in the market for a new one because I feel like my other one has been failing me. And I love a paper planner because I love to write <laughs> <Yeah>. things down. <laughs>
2: we did just have this podcast about how like you, um, it's not in the planner, it's in the planning. Remember that from last week? I don't and know. You were talking about planners. I know. I love planners. And, and she was like, you know, anyway, but we're getting their planner. Let's yes. get their planner. Yes, we'll get okay. your planner. Yes.
3: And
1: then, you know, we'll send you a planner. We'll, se- we'll, we'll send you a photo of all the different kinds. You tell us which cover you like. Yeah, there's
4: so many cute ones. And then we have our, we just launched our line of organizing products. We call them edits at Walmart, which is very exciting.
3: Oh, that is yes. exciting.
1: Okay.
4: That has been
1: such a game changer um, for so many people because, Really, it's allowed us to democratize home organization in a way that we never could before. It's so accessible to everyone and available in every state in the country and, you know, every every big city, even small cities. It's it's just it's really exciting.
3: That is exciting. Yeah. I mean, there's Walmarts everywhere and that I'm sure it's at a great price too. And that was, that was Penn's, you know, issue walking into the container store. It was a little spendy, but I'm like, you have to spend money to see that I won't then spend more money. It'll save us money. I had to do like the math equation. <laughs> right. Yes.
2: <laughs> I also think that your well being is worth like putting resources into. I do believe that. Aww.
4: You're cute. That's very nice. But, but <laughs> very
1: honestly, here's here's another thing, too. First of all, no matter what, wherever you're buying our product or buying somebody else's product, for that matter, I think that it, w- the way we always like to think of it is it's not like buying, it's not like redecorating a room. You know, it's not going to cost you what like a couch and chairs are going to cost you. So it, it's, it's a fraction of that, but it really brings order to your home in a way that in the long run is super satisfying, really, really helpful. And honestly, if you do it correctly, it's not like, you know, it's not like something that you have to keep buying all the time. Like these products are going to last forever, you know, I mean, like these these items, they're they're all recyclable if you ever wanted to get rid of them. But honestly, who no one does, Mm-mm. because I mean, you can use them right. even if you decide to even if you move and you're like, wow, these don't fit my pantry anymore. Well, they'll fit under a bathroom sink or, you know, in the laundry room or, you know, it's like they're they're good wherever you go. And they're good. At, we We designed ours to fit most dimensions because we do want people to use them around their house and not just for a specific thing, but for Walmart specifically, we did create these edits, which kind of are trying to take the guesswork out. So like we have like the laundry edit, the pantry edit, and while they can be used in any room of the house, at least we just wanted to kind of jumpstart the ideas of what they could be used for and where they could go. And so we have imagery and so forth associated with it, but like our pantry edit, I think it's eight pieces in the, pantry edit, or maybe it's a multi-purpose edit, but they're, you know, eight pieces is $24.98. So I mean it's pretty amazing from a price perspective. And it's incredible quality. So we're we're super proud of that. And I think it's really been I, I've I've just seen such a difference in the amount of people who are messaging us and sending us photos of their organized spaces. I think it's just hitting so many more people, which is really just amazing. Exactly. Exactly.
3: Well, I know this is the first time we've actually talked, but I feel like um I've been friends with you guys for years even though you didn't know. Oh, we it. feel
4: the same. Even yeah, though yeah, we you feel, feel the same, same. and cheer so. you on with the amazing race and congrats <laughs> oh, and love you. all of your videos. They're so so good. And we just think you guys are the best.
3: Well, yeah. I, well, I am starstruck that you've even seen our videos. So thank oh you. Oh my God, they're
4: amazing. You're I can't sweet. even imagine the amount of work that goes into each one. I mean, oh, it I is... think about it. I, I literally think about it probably three or four times a week. Yeah. <laughs> in the world. Are they, I have no oh. idea how you can pull this off. Uh, it's amazing. We pull it's it absolutely off by amazing. Having, Coming up with yeah. content that is creative and new and interesting and funny and well edited is so hard. And you guys do it in such a seamless, amazing way. So congratulations for well,
3: all you guys do. You, you are, are very so sweet. We, to say that. we
2: pull it off by having a great team around us. And I know you guys know about that. Uh, we pull it off by having like a very honest and funny and beautiful wife who is does a great job with all this stuff. But mostly we pull it off with a completely disheveled home. and, and
5: well, so something's gotta go the next, the next
2: time fine. you ask that question how do they pull this off the answer is disheveled just home. don't but open I'm, a closet <laughs> and <laughs> I, like seriously but like that, that's it, why your
4: teeth are flossed <laughs> once
2: once they were flossed and now but I'm gonna try this for I mean you gave me a list ADHD people love lists you gave me a list you gave me I can remember this I can walk away with edit organize then contain, what was the contain and, and maintain. maintain I can remember that I can like use that and
3: then I get to go shop and buy things to do all Things. I mean,
2: remember what they said. Really, <laughs> you like first you edit, and maybe you don't. Need I do all that love. Stuff.
3: I excel at the edit. I excel at throwing things away. Oh,
1: I. It sounds Fun. like it, and honestly, it is the. We always say it's the most important step. That's why we put it in our name. So even if all you do is edit, you. Are head and shoulders above what like ninety percent of homes look like? So I, I, I throw
3: away like, ev- like children's artwork. I'm like, that's great, oh. sweetie. And oh, then yeah. like when they're not looking, it just like straight into the trash. Yeah, yeah.
1: Ruthless. I'm just I'm, I'm so absolutely ruthless. I can't even tell you. I throw things out before they even like show it to me. I'm like, Oh, it's gone.
3: I know. I, I, I sound got like got a terrible person, but I'm like, is this something I do keep the things? I'm like, do you that like would you show this to your children like? And also we've had to clean out Penn's parents, his, his parents are in assisted living. So we have gone through his parents' house already. And then as I was sitting going through their house, like, who am I to go through somebody's house? And I'm like, now I know that like, I'm yeah. not going to have, yeah. cause like some chick, my son marries, it's going to go through my crap. No, no, <laughs> I'm going to go through my crap. <laughs>
2: yes. I- I'd exactly. like to, yeah. I'd like to end with uh, one little little story one little <laughs> observation you guys mentioned the amazing race we had an awesome time for it we went through podcasts explaining what was going on in the race and i specifically remember january the 6th was our first podcast we brought oh, up oh. a giant strainer like oh we no
3: January not january 6th of 2021
2: january oh, 6th of, of this year of this year so, yeah we, we brought oh, yeah, up yeah, one okay. of, we, we brought up you one can't of just those.
3: throw out january,
1: january 6th, 6th so i know that that's
3: I've- like this Right, it's I, like throwing out September 11th. You I, can't just do this. I'm sorry. No, you not not I'm, not the big yes.
2: January 6th. I'm saying that to say this okay. was five months ago, and okay. we brought up a prop which was just this like strainer that I banged a, um, a spoon on to make like a sound that they have in The Amazing Race. I'm looking to my left and it's right next to me, yes. and I still haven't brought it downstairs. <laughs> it's been a while, okay. so. and that was January right. the sixth. All
4: right. Well, uh, after this call, your one job is to bring it downstairs. Yeah, put it where it goes.
2: Yes. <laughs> I need to. Yeah, this is my tooth flossing i need to maintain
4: exactly well exactly. now that we're all best friends
3: thank you so so much for doing this oh my
2: gosh and of course this is so fun
4: and such big thank fans. you guys for having us this was so much fun and clea we are we're going
3: to be praying for you man Absolutely. and thinking oh, about you and you. sending you all the good juju and i really appreciate how honestly you're attacking this and yeah cancer like has met its match i mean um, it has. I
1: definitely believe that. I'm going to crush this. I'm going to kick its ass. But also, so far, cancer zero stars. Do
3: not recommend. So <laughs> zero I'm not, out of it's ten. Like, recommend. Yeah,
1: zero out of ten stars. It's not great, but it's. I keep telling people every day. It's so far. I am managing. Just fine. And um, again, I know there are going to be some really bad days coming up. And again, I just if anyone sees anything online that I should be buying, just send me links because <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. That's just how I'm going to handle it. I've already, I already have a plan. You know, I'm a planner. That's, you are that's a planner. What it is. You are. That's what I need. I just need a plan.
2: Good luck with chemo. Thank i you. We will all be thinking about you as you go through that. I will try to send you funny pictures of crap I find all <laughs> over my really house. He's really good maybe. at writing like, funny sure. songs.
3: Yeah. So if you need like a funny cheer-up song, like where your are okay. Yeah,
2: I can turn it around all quickly. Right. If you need yeah. to write a parody for one of your, you know, doctors. Yeah. That doesn't I, seem no, like something I, that no, she's no, going to want to do, but...
1: Yeah. <laughs> Don't tempt me. I don't know. I, all the things I might come up with when I have absolutely nothing to do, uh, you you don't know. He's so written parodies I, I might, for I'm
3: friends that are like highly inappropriate, but very funny. So, okay.
2: Yeah. yeah, if they're not on my platform, like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I can do some good R-rated ones. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, okay, you guys, thank you so much for giving us so much yeah. of your time. I really thank appreciate it. Thank
4: you so it. much. It was great talking yeah, to you Thank you guys. For okay, sure. bye Can't guys. we to actually meet in person one day. Oh, you guys, I, we're, I mean,
3: we're in North Carolina. We're not that far. I know. So, yeah. All
4: right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, next time we're there, for sure. Careful what you wish for. Uh, okay. <laughs> bye.
3: Pen. <All right>. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> They, uh, Clea and Joanna, round of applause. <laughs> they
2: were great. Yeah, did you notice? Like, I feel like they are a good relationship. They definitely are different in ways, mm-hmm. but they roll right off of each other kinetically. Like, one starts a thought and the other one just sort of finishes it. Mm-hmm. They remind me of Lulu and Lala a little bit, like yes. in that way.
3: And I feel like one of the reasons their business relationship is probably successful is because they started, they became friends after they became business partners. Right. That's, you know, that's how the story goes.
2: Oh yeah. So they,
3: they agreed to be business partners, and then and then they became and friends. then they became really good friends, and obviously like family now.
2: And it's probably why they were able to be so clinical in the way that they set up their business. I mean, that was an interesting story there. Is how they said that they, they didn't really get into like what what were things like growing up. They got right into like what are your strengths, what are your deficits, yeah. And, and they said what are your duplicities. I'm like, wait a minute, we need to learn how to talk like this.
3: I know they have very businessy <laughs> They're, words. But they had, I,
2: I think what they meant was what were the things that or redundancies, yeah. yeah, reduplicates. <laughs>
3: One of these people has a show with Reese Witherspoon's company and one does. One
2: of them just made up a word.
3: (laughs) Uh, What a joy. And again, it's one of those things where I feel like I've seen them online for so long. I'm like, oh, we're friends. But we had never actually, we've never actually met before. But anyway, the second season of their Netflix series, Get Organized with the Home Edit, premiered April 1st. It was so much fun to watch. And definitely, I will warn you. Will inspire you to get organized. And you can visit thehomedit.com to learn more and be sure to follow Joanna and Clea on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest for all their organization tips. It's very inspiring. I will say it's very inspiring. And you can shop their exclusive Home Edit collection at Walmart. Now, on to our favorite segments. Mm-hmm. And by favorite, I mean, we just started them a few weeks ago. If you've been listening, where we talk about our favorite things, different segments, you know, you can hear about every week, right?
0: Funny TikTok videos that she's rocking, scarves for her necklines and dresses with pockets, stuff she discovered and joy that it brings. These are a few of Kim's favorite things.
3: Well, your favorite things, too. So previously... Well,
2: I, I want tonight to be all about you, or today, no. because I love this, like, what you're about to say. I'm just here to celebrate
3: well, your okay. favorite thing here. My favorite things. Yeah. So uh, previously, I've talked about, like, a fun sunscreen I found that, like, the kids even enjoyed putting it on. And last week, I talked about the counter ham we got at Costco. Mm-hmm. It's still alive. By the way, counter ham update, right. still kicking. My favorite thing today isn't an actual thing. It was an experience yeah. we just had. Carolina Hurricanes. That's where they are, right? The Hur- oh my gosh. You're well, not I know. Start. I'm saying, like, they're not Raleigh. They're Carolina. <laughs> yeah, they're the, Carolina they're Hurricanes. the professional hockey team in yes. Raleigh. And, it, like, we go to games. And so we actually just got season tickets.
2: Yeah. And it, you didn't, like, let's just start out here. You didn't go to a lot of games because you did not like I get cold. the temperature.
3: And so I get really cold easily. Right. And I'd been before like I'd been and I was just like always so So I didn't dress appropriately so we, we went last night it was the first game of the playoffs and I dressed appropriately meaning I dressed very warmly and Penn got to sound the siren which is like a tradition there when
2: just they like, come onto the ice like,
3: when they come onto the ice and it was like really it was very thrilling but I was so into it you guys it was so I think because it's like the playoffs too so there's a lot at stake and I just kept looking out at the goalies and I'm like, oh, their moms must be so worried right (laughs) now. That's a tough job, right? Oh my God. I would never let my kid be a goalie. No, that's not true.
2: Did you hear Lola's suggestion about the goalies? She was like, "You should just get like a professional sumo wrestler, like a yes. very like a, Large. because they they are first of all they're great athletes and they're fast, but they're like heroes in Japan." He's like, "You should get one of those to yes. play goalie because just it, you know it's a small just, goal."
3: But I feel like you have to move around a lot. And yeah. Maybe the anyway. So, I've got my favorite thing this week is hockey. It's a it's a sport first of all. And that's not, but I, and I was like interested and I was like the entire game, I was riveted. So, and I just, it was a really cool experience with my family.
2: What did you like about hockey? I'm like very curious because- they're, they're, I mean, if, if, if I take you to a golf tournament, you're going to fall asleep. Oh, I'm not doing that. Right. No, I'm not um, going there. Even when I sometimes, you know, when we watch, I, I feel like for me, we, we can watch basketball. You're okay with it. Football's pretty fun if you're a Florida fan. But there's a lot of stoppage in play. Don't you I feel don't, like?
3: I, here's my thing with watching sports. Doing it live as a family activity. Uh-huh. Like, I, I don't know that I'm going to sit on the couch and watch a lot of hockey. I'm not going to watch an entire game game from the couch or any game to that matter but like as an, I just loved the family experience but I, I have a thousand things to do so I'm not going to sit there and watch a two hour
2: like basketball game. Well it makes me swell with pride uh, yes. that you are a hockey fan. I have been for a long time. I covered them back in the day I think that the effort that you see from hockey players is insane. Like mm-hmm. I don't think it's like any other sport and so this is just your this is the first game of the playoffs. We got a lot of these coming up babe I'm excited. Yeah.
3: And then our next segment, which I don't know if we're going to keep. It's the Would You Rather.
2: Let's give it a go.
0: Hey! It's time for everybody's favorite weekly game. Yeah, both of these options are unbearable. Gotta choose one even though it is terrible. Let's play Would You Rather. Starting now.
2: All right. We should have we should have had Clea and Joanna do this with us.
3: I know, but we took like more than an hour of their time, so I didn't want to like ha- like ask them weird, would you rather? We questions.
2: overstayed our welcome. We Is that the right term? Yeah, I feel like we overstayed our welcome. Yeah, okay, no, but we're week? all
3: best friends, so um, so the question came to us this week: Would you rather wear the same socks for a month or the same <laughs> underwear for a week? <laughs> Hands down, socks. I'm one of those huh. people. I am one of those people that on vacation, for, if I go for an overnight trip, I pack 12 pair of underwear. I don't know why, but just in case, I don't know, for the first time since infancy, I crap my pants or something. I don't know why, but I bring so many. I, I will. I'm not a re-wearer of the underwear.
2: Can, can I ask this as a caveat? I, I think I'm going to agree with you on this, but I need to make sure of something. Okay. Like wearing the same socks for a month, you can take your socks off when you go to bed. I'm assuming. Well, what if they're saying you can't take your socks off for a whole month uh. and you can't take your underwear off, which means, I mean, in the I mean, shower, a, I'm not really sure how that works. Question. If, if I can take my socks off at night and I can take my, then I'm, yeah, I'm with you. Do
3: you know, who was I talking to recently who sleeps with socks on? There somebody a, I met who sleeps with
2: socks on. I, I, a guy in my fraternity did that. How I think you, that's. How do you
3: know he slept with socks on?
2: because I, I, he wakes up and he gets out of bed and he's like walking to the shower he's wearing socks and we're like that's weird yeah
3: is it weird I, I think that's a very weird thing to sleep with socks okay maybe I'm not maybe I'm not I'm sorry to be very um, you like very to have judgmental. your feet
2: feel the sheets right I think that's probably what it is maybe this person doesn't like the, their feet to feel the sheets
3: so what are you choosing
2: I'm gonna i I'm, oh. If I can take them both off, well, I can't really, I can't see my underwear. I think I'm going to go with the socks. If I can take them off at night, if you have to keep them on continuously, I would rather do the underwear for a week.
3: Okay. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Okay, this next segment is Penn's Weird Inventions, which I think he actually came up with one today with Clea and Joanna. Do we need to play the opening just yeah, so you can talk to let's Just so Lee
2: we can have it? the music. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. It's Penn's stupid inventions
0: with no clue how to make them. It's Penn's stupid inventions, he really only half baked them. It's Stupid inventions, please promise that you won't take them. Cause he's kind of lazy and hasn't really started on any of these
2: yet. I don't know if this has been invented yet.
3: I feel like they were telling me it had been invented, but talked about your invention.
2: So you're talking about the box for the wires? That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, you know how when you have a tape measure and you pull it out, And then you hit a button and it stops. And then you start the button back and and it like sucks itself back in. Yeah. I want that for my iPhone cords. And I want that for, I mean, I want that for my computer cords. I want like the spring, like all cords and like suck it back in so that when you're not using it, it just kind of like puts itself back in the wall. In fact, ideally, I would like for my iPhone cord to just be mounted into the wall with that little thing that you pull out and then kind of like a... A window shade or something you kind of you kind of really quickly tug on it and then it it goes back in
3: i think the best part of your invention is the sound effect Um, thank you okay i know we have more segments but we're out of time because we have to go pick kids up from places
2: oh my gosh you're right Um, and i've got to finish editing a video and put the lyrics in it before tomorrow
3: yes you guys i love you and i loved this and i loved spending time with clea and joanna and with you listening so thank you
2: you guys make sure and like, subscribe, leave a review. You were the best for making it to the end of this.
3: Screenshot and share it on Instagram stories and tag us so I can see you made it to the end of it. Because I don't even think my mom is going to make it to
2: the end of this. I'd be very excited if more people than your mother made it to the end of this. <laughs> Although our guests were excellent today.
3: No, they, we're, they're going to make it to the end of their interview. And then they're going to be not like.
2: not my stupid inventions just part. The stupid inventions part. I'm with you.
3: Yeah, that was probably
2: unnecessary. Bye. <laughs>